0: Wait, what? A Superhouse podcast is happening. Yes, please. Now,
1: diddle 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 diddle.
0: <laughs> hello, everyone that follows us. <laughs> this is part three of four. Of the epic Superhouse podcast. Listen. Like Stefan said, there's probably going to be some boobs. Probably going to talk about venereal diseases. and stuff.
2: Gun control.
0: Probably some Star Wars. No Man's Sky is probably mentioned several times. Enjoy.
1: There's this girl at work. I started... Middle eight. No, I'm just kidding. I had, like, uh, my PS Vita out at work, and this girl comes up. She... Nothing going on between us, obviously, but she's what like married.
2: Andrew's that?
0: fucking. Up. He's got. A, he's got. He's fucking someone on the side.
1: <laughs> she's she's married to shit. That'd be really bad. But uh, she's it. like he's she's like. Oh, eyes. I've been playing. I've been playing this indie game on Steam lately. It's really awesome. And she talked about it for like ten minutes. I was like,
2: wow. You're like, I'm trying to get back to my game, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you
0: and go, "I love you." Wait, no.
2: <laughs> I was. Like, I. Wow, I girls like girl. you exist.
1: This is amazing.
2: I dated her one girl that played video games, but she only ever played like Simpsons the game.
1: Oh, or it was
2: uh, the, it, it was the Simpsons movie game. It was not a good one. Oh, that's weird. And that's the only game she just jumped around and collected shit and it bonked, bonked things on the head and jumped around some more. And, like that was the only experience I ever had with like a girl who played video games. Like I dated. I think which that had, which uh, is sad. I wish I had more of those experiences. Unless you're
1: dating like a super <laughs> super like metal chick or something, like I yeah. feel. Like, they might not be into Doom, but they, like, they'd be into No Man's Sky just because of, like, you know, how Where beautiful the graphics
0: can be. At? I need to know.
1: My, metal my shows, cousin, I guess.
2: My cousin and her boyfriend are playing it right now, so that's, Any like, that's I I an interesting thing, show, too.
0: Two. Hold two two on, wait, I have I had
2: a thing to say. <laughs> sorry. <have> <laughs> no, I was going to say is, like, here, another aspect of this game, sorry to go back, all the way back to No Man's Sky, yeah, but my cousin is playing it, and she's kind of, like, you know she's not somebody you would take for being like a video game or whatever but her and her boyfriend her boyfriend plays games and her and her boyfriend are like playing and experiencing it together like they're on they're like you know she's going to be butting in soon enough and like, uh, like telling him to do certain things and make decisions with him throughout the game you know what i mean like that's a whole other dynamic to this game uh, speaking to what we were just talking about like girl gamers i think
1: we ain't def-
0: nobody gonna tell me how to play no man's sky
2: that's my sky <laughs> <laughs> that's my skin
1: that's when they say but yeah. and my man's my, guy nothing about women
2: and my roommate like I Andrew, my, my roommate <laughs> my roommates are like you know they've been together forever but they both sit there and they'll play games together and shit like that it's pretty nice it's pretty beautiful i like games are a big part of my life i need a gamer girl my i need a gamer girl life. in my life I need a game of girl well, in my life. Dating
0: a girl that plays games is playing co op games with them because it's actually a lot of fun.
2: Because,
0: like, they're actually yeah. good at games, so it's not like you're trying to teach someone to play, like, Resident Evil 5 for the, like, a Resident Evil game for the first time. Will you play Portal Co op with me? Well, it's just nice when someone's like, uh, you just ran past that thing you need. And I was like, damn, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she
1: sometimes
2: sometimes that it pays to have a partner.
1: She's you like, can't have your yeah, eyes she's everywhere. Like,
0: that's a rookie move, and I'm like, she just caught me out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, nope, I'm sad and lonely.
0: Sad and lonely. Stephen, I, no, I'm just kidding. Stefan, I know that life.
2: I just, it would but be... For real,
0: so I'm not kidding, I'm sad I, and lonely.
2: It's like the type of girls I've dated, they've been great, but I've never really dated a game, gamer chick. That would be pretty cool, it seems like.
0: I, need, like. I need a girl that's just like, hey, you into Slayer, and I'm like... Wait, marry me? I've met, I've been with,
2: <laughs> I've dated, and I've met a lot of like metal chicks. Metal chicks are all right, but a lot of times it's the same hipster shit. You know, it's just masked and, you know, masked in violent colors and designs and shit. But I just like, lame, i not a metal chick. I just want yeah.
0: someone to be like, like I'd be like, hey, have you heard of this band? And then you're like, yeah, fuck, it. I love that band. And it's like, that's a metal band. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the obscure. video games. And I don't need her to dress like all got like all metal. Just be like normal looking person. And just like fucking like metal. I'm not asking for much here. <laughs> uh, being, being above. Like, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for like, just like some jazz and some metal. There's not a lot to ask for. Right? Like,
1: jazz and metal, boy. Jazz and metal. That's all
0: I want. That's all I want in my life. Maybe some chill music from time to time. Wait, like does this mean lagoon? we should get... Does this mean we should get into Maddie's music? I'm just saying.
1: Well, uh, ba- bay, ba-bay.
2: Ba-bay. Ba-bay. Oh, that Sadie. Sadie. Guy, should- that yeah, shit just
1: happened bro. How you do that? How you do that? <laughs>
0: so, I set this shit up and then I knock them down.
1: Hell yeah, boy. Maddie, take it away, Brasif.
0: All right, so Russian Circles,
1: Guidance. Yeah.
0: Released last week, possibly.
1: Damn, that's that that recent...
0: Yes, I think so. I did not know such things, such as that. I gave it to you guys because I knew it was coming out, and I was Mm -hmm. excited for it because the guitarist of Converge, Kurt Ballou, produced it, and I love that motherfucker. I I love everything he produces, and I was like, I don't remember Russian Circles being that, like, having a lot of metal influence. I remember them being more like explosions in the sky. Yeah. Like, more chill, but, like, maybe a little element of metal. They're, like... Russian circles wasn't like Pelican to me because Pelican definitely or ISIS like definitely brings in that metal genre. Stefan, I don't know what you're doing. With it's
1: you
2: ISIS. <laughs> ISIS. Oh no boy. I, ISIS. We're not talking about ISIS. that ISIS. Oh but man. But
0: as in the <laughs> instrumental metal band ISIS. Oh right. man. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That's, that's okay. Many, many times at restaurants, they're like, ISIS is on the move. And I'm like, what's the metal band doing? <laughs> and I'm they're like, no, no, no. terrorist no. group. And I was like,
2: your favorite I metal band understand. just shot up France.
0: <laughs> yeah. Damn. I mean Damn I they were hardcore. Those guys shoot. were good. But my favorite was anyway. Pelican, anyway. Back to Russian Circles Guidance. Uh great album. Great fucking album from start to finish. Side one's great, side two's great. I got it on vinyl, so I don't I didn't listen to it all the way through. I get a little break in between in the few seconds I have to flip over that vinyl record and experience that second side. <laughs> I lo- I just I loved like how it can be so chill and just so melodic at times and then just get fucking heavy as fuck yeah um yeah it's just it's a great record it's like it's i think this is the first instrumental record we've done on here so you can't really talk about lyrical content this album's more about feeling um but it just feels fucking solid as shit i i haven't listened to russian circles in a really long time and this is the first time i've ever been like really interested in like going back and seeing like what they were doing currently i'm sure other people followed him for many many moons but uh this record just because of the producer and everything i like that he's produced had to check it out i listened to one song (coughs) that's all right because of the producer i had to pick up the album (coughs) on that friday stop sneezing you're fucking up my game sorry yeah bro Um, (laughs) but it's nature bro (laughs) it's called mute that motherfucking mike
2: so, is I taking a shit. I can't decide when I sneeze. I don't have a plan ahead.
0: To you should be. Uh, but anyway, Brother Circles, <laughs> Guy, great fucking record. What did you guys think?
1: I'm going to go yeah. first because I think uh, Stefan's going to be longer than mine. <laughs> <clears throat> so, this is the Andy first band. Like packing a bowl. This is the first <laughs> band that Maddie introduced to us for Maddie's music that I knew who the fuck they were. <laughs> uh beforehand. And the only reason for that is the related artist section on Spotify led me to them at one point. Don't know how what I got there. Oh, okay. I f- totally forgot, but I remember I liked that song melodic. M L A D E K. Uh uh-huh.
0: what album is that I, off
1: of? It's it has a red uh cover. I can't remember. It's on I their like top it. hits or whatever en- on Spotify. Enter. And maybe. Yeah, M- melodic and that thought that track was awesome so I was pretty excited to to hear this one um I gotta say I didn't like this album as much as that one song melodic and I don't remember the I don't remember the uh, first uh album that well than that song but um I feel like I just got to give it more of a listen man like it, it takes a while for me to like get into get into that that type, like you gotta be really like in this mood where you want to uh, kind of chill out and then hear some heavy ass shit at the same time. And I don't know. I feel like I haven't been in that space lately for some for whatever reason. But, um, no, I, but you yeah, had your balls drop off.
0: I, I understand. <laughs> because like I have I, I've put on some jazz records recently that I like fucking love, and I put them on and i like, this is not doing it. Um, so I've taken them off and putting on, like, more hardcore records or something with vocals and screaming. Um, but I understand it, like, I've just recently gotten back to this point of, like, instrumental music again, because I used to be, like, really into it, like, Pelican, Russian Circles, fucking Explosions in the Sky, uh, Ampline, which is, a, like, a local, like...
2: A- oh, yeah, dude.
0: They played yeah. at our, uh, they played at the Superhouse.
2: Ampline, uh, Ampline.
0: But, um, I used to really be into that because I was also in an instrumental band, but just because any Basically, because none of us could sing, and I assume that's why all instrumental bands start, because no one <laughs> wants to step up to the mic and actually be a singer. Because <laughs> they're like, ah, I suck at this. They're probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, I always had a like interest in like just instrumental, like metal and just music that, because you think instrumental, you think more classical or like jazz kind of stuff, um, but it's nice to hear like, metal or just, like, rock music, it's instrumental, but, like, that is as interesting as, like, say, jazz or something with lyrics, and that's what it, like, when I was listening to the Guidance, I really, like, got back into that zone of, like, God, instrumental music's so good, there's so much mm-hmm. stuff going on in this, and it's just, like, three fucking dudes, man, yeah. doing this fucking record, and it's, I don't know, it was just great, um, but I also think it did take me a little while, like, the first listen-through, I was listening to it with a friend. And she was like, oh, this is really good. And I was just like, not, I was like, it's good, but I'm not into it. And I think on the third or fourth listen, I was like, all right, I get it. This is fucking good. But, um, Stefan, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. I, uh...
2: <laughs> I, um, I, I, I got it from a few places, like, or, well, I've always loved Russian Circles. They were, a, that was like a cool part of Chicago for me. They're a Chicago band.
0: Are they a Chicago um, band or is it Pelican? I believe so. Band.
2: Oh, wait, no, Pelican's a Chicago band. I think Russian Circles is from Chicago as well. Well, I may be wrong about that, but the guys from Russian Circles would come into, when I worked at this bar called The Whistler in Chicago, and they would come in all the time, and they knew, like, our owner and shit, so I was like, whoa, these guys are awesome. And my first time seeing them was probably with Chelsea Wolfe in Chicago. Maybe I'm mixing that up. Maybe that's why I think Chicago, but... um, Anyway, I've always loved fucking... Enter is great. I, like, wore out the album enter. I don't think I've listened to all their stuff, but I really loved that one. Um, but this album, I had already kind of going in my rotation of, of they albums and I Chicago. just, yeah, uh, yeah. I see. Yeah. I that, uh, but anyway, um, that's awesome. Chicago fucking rules. Um, I love that place. Yeah. It was <laughs> good. And that was like, that was like kind of a big part because especially you have like a lot of either in Chicago and the music scene, you had either people that were kind of coming from like the angle and trying to like, be that kind of style of rock and indie rock and stuff or you had um you know i mean you had all types at chicago but um things i was exposed to this was like really refreshing to have like this fucking cool metal band that kind of was established in the music scene that i was experiencing uh while working at this bar which was also like a venue um and uh so they're fucking awesome and this album guidance like i just i had it playing in the rotation then i this like jam start going off and i'm like yes yes i was like working on my puppet <laughs> and i turn around and it's like fucking it's um uh what am i trying to say it's this it's guidance the album is already playing and like the rotation i was just like i don't know just immediately i was like falcon like everything like came converged right then no pun intended kurt blue is awesome production um but uh you know, like, all the all the signs pointing to fucking listen to this album all converged at once, and I was like, oh, shit, Maddie Music's next week. Um, the new album I'd known was coming out off of a bunch of lists and shit, and then it suggested in my thing, like, everything was pointing to listen to this shit. And then on first listen, I was just like, I didn't even know I was listening to it, but it was just like, th- like, the third track, I forget what it's called right now, but there's, like, they get into such good grooves, and, like, what Maddie was saying, they're building to, like, a much heavier, like... like well produced um uh well like a more um sophisticatedly produced type of album than prior albums of theirs that have had more of like a raw ish sound so you have it sounded like that it sounded
1: like that japanese band envy
2: at times yeah totally totally dude totally like the emotional that's one thing i love about russian circles because one thing i like a lot of instrumental metal but one thing that bugs me about instrumental metal is when i feel like the sounds are prettier than the sentiment that they're, you know, drawing from maybe like the emotion that's there. Um, Right. So what I like about like what you're saying, like bands like Envy and uh, Pelican and Russian Circles, specifically this album, uh, is like the emotion, you know, without there being lyrics, without there being a singer, the emotion is there, something, you know, you feel it. It doesn't feel like just a pretty melody, with some heavy shit behind it you know like um which there have been a, quite a few you know uh explosions in the sky emulators that you know haven't quite hit the mark just because they're just emulating explosions in the sky or something you know it's not you know i feel like russian circles their instrumentation they're those guys like speak through their instruments just the three of them and they're really good at what they do and it's like you know this album is you hear me
1: Yeah, yeah, you broke it for a second, but you're back, you're back.
2: Oh, sorry. Um, This album is just like a sophisticated heavy metal experience catering to the refined palate while also being really accessible.
1: The caviar of metal. The
2: the caviar, yeah, it's just like, it's like a, yeah, it's like a fucking, it's like when you, like, if you go to like a winery or something, I don't know, it's like that, it's like the darker one, the more bitter grapes, you know, and shit. It's a bit of a uh, drier wine. It's a drier wine. It's an experience. This ain't you know, no sangria and, uh,
1: boy. Of
2: it's of leather and plum, you know, speak to my blah 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 blah. <laughs> but it's like yeah, it's you know, I like to think that about this album. I think it's like a really artfully approached, like a really well designed piece of music or pieces of music assembled together. And uh I mean the album's awesome. I've only listened to it a few times, um, but I feel like it's gonna be a good summer closer one of those ones that sticks with me for a while bike rides and shit dude i'll fucking be chopping up the city listen to some listening to some russian circles <laughs> it's great
0: yes yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah i love mm-hmm. it the album
0: mm-hmm. is also great as well yeah it's
2: pretty cool at first i was the black and white kind of didn't draw me to it right away that was another thing i remember in Uh, but then when I looked at it I'm like oh my god this album that I've been glancing at for a a few days is like needs to be listened to it was calling to me it needs me as I'm sure it was both uh, of you
1: the lead
0: singer of uh, Cave In did the uh, design layout
2: oh really cool yeah dude that's awesome I I like that there's like this community of like harder more aggressive style musicians that are Thinking about this type of music as, you know, like Kurt Ballou and stuff being doing a lot of production for a lot of these albums, like having a voice within these genres in order to shape them for the future and shit like that, is really cool to see these collaborations come together. Because, like, I mean, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we're all similar this way. But like, I, I, I even I don't think metal is going to be a phase I grow out of. You know, I don't think hard music is going to be a phase I grow out of. And there's just styles and the way that that music matures as you mature um, is like kind of an exciting thought in terms of heavy metal, aggressive music, hardcore and shit like that. Because it's like, I think people attribute these types of music to be more like a young thing, like getting out your angst. But now there are truly, like I said, sophisticated experiences that are being crafted by these musicians that just because it's aggressive or hard or heavy music, Does't mean it's not also brilliantly crafted you know by yeah by masters of their craft, you know what I mean, and I think these guys really you know it's like what you'd say with any great jazz album like these guys went in the studio and fucking their emotions and their experiences are pouring out in a sonic form, and I think the best instrumental metal bands, which is one of the coolest sentences I'm starting to finish, is um is fucking. Russian circles being able to like find that expression and it come out as being like kind of true or profound in some way, the way that the listener experiences that. Um, yeah, I
0: thought it was interesting that it was on a lot of like I think it was on Nerdist's, like metal list of yeah. like mm-hmm. the month or whatever they have. Whatever they the have
2: a
1: metal list?
0: Yeah, they they yeah. they have a small metal section. It's pretty good and the guys like it's kinda of surprising the stuff that like whoever does this section that these guys listen to it like i mean surprising but kind of not surprising i mean i feel like being a nerd and like liking the things that nerds mostly comments on like you someone in that group is going to listen to a lot of metal
1: yeah yeah but
0: um that this was in there and i was like oh that sounds like because i'd heard the one song i heard that they released early on and i was like oh it's cool it's like it gets a little harder and i was like but like i don't know i was really excited to see like where Kurt Blue and like like just teaming up with these three guys like what they would create together like within staying within what Russian Circles is and like who they are as a band and it, it does get heavy at times heavier than I thought it would get a lot, like the pedals mm-hmm. sound really fucking cool on this record like mm-hmm. definitely a lot of like cool distortions and stuff on it that I didn't really I like honestly when I saw him I was like oh this this will be cool I'm interested to see what it'll do but I did not think they would get as heavy as they get which is probably not heavy to most people but it's I, I feel like it's pretty heavy for the Russian circles I've listened to um, but yeah I just I like uh, what I've heard of the record I put it on when I get up in the morning and uh, you know I put it on before I go to bed and it's always like a great like pump up record but also kind of chill out at the same time which is I think pretty yeah. hard to do <laughs> but uh you know I think they masterfully like the the intro is great to me i love it it's just it's just like i don't know when i went into it i thought it was just going to start off heavy and just be this continuous grind of like kurt bellew just being like oh that's cool what if we put this distortion pedal on it what if we do this what if we do that but i like that it's still kind of chill at moments and yeah like leads you into it slowly and then i feel like the peak of the album is kind of the middle of the album and then it kind of like it's like pyramids you know and then it goes back down um which i think is you know great for an instrumental album probably any album for it to like you know start off like you know in the middle is when you should get those killer yeah. fucking songs you're like fuck yes man this is listen to
2: the this. listen to the first half at the start of your day into the middle of your day and then listen to the second half at night before yeah. bed dude it's like a whole experience Yeah, it's really great. Kurt like helped capture their sound as opposed to being like putting himself over it or anything like that, or you know, allowing his influence to be the voice and putting them at the forefront. Um, I feel
0: like anything that really sounds like his like kind of guitar stylings uh, is probably more of the band being like, "What could we do here to do something slightly different?" And he's like, "That's awesome! That's what makes it such a cool." I've been experimenting with this pedal because I like. I follow God City Studios on Instagram. And Uh, he'd be like, "Uh, in the studio with Russian Circles. And then like the post under that would be like, trying out this new pedal. And it's like this weird distortion pedal. And I was like, I wonder if that's going to be on the new album.
2: uh, No, But um, uh,
0: yeah, I just think he's like, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm always interested in what he puts his name on. Because I feel like you get... Something different every time but it's kind of grounded uh-huh. in the musical bra- background that he has come from you know It's like I can hear a little like I can hear a little converge in there and I can hear a little like but it's like mainly a russian circles album Yeah you know? But I can I can obviously hear his influence and what he grew up with and what he plays in his everyday You know, so yeah, I it's, know, such I, an au- it's a great it, album.
2: Yeah, it's an awesome collaboration with uh i don't know just like these two you know like russian circles like the chicago band or whatever they i'm i'm familiar with them on like a lower ground level kind of fandom um where converge i'm familiar with them on a more uh like well more better established fandom like they they had a few albums come before i even started listening to them so it's like hold on oh sorry guys no cool. one second keep going so they're um so with this album, like you hear those sounds, those two different styles kind of play off of one another, like all the great best musicians do. Yeah. Um, so, so like yeah, hearing like little bits of those influences throughout is is cool because you're 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 really getting a chance to kind of in some ways see these two or these groups of people communicate with one another um, for the benefit of our like the listening public or whatever. It's I, fucking I feel awesome. Like a lot
0: of- a lot of moments in this record were like this is cool and then Kurt might have been like it could be heavier and they're like what would that sound like
2: and then yeah. they did it
0: and they went well that's fucking dope as shit well, you know yeah, like I feel like it was just like cool. a couple of guys hanging out in the studio for hours on end and just experimenting yeah. and like just like you know seeing what each person had to offer and it was probably a pretty intimate setting you know for the most yeah. part um, so that would be fun and like you know I mean, the thing I like about Kurt Ballou and anytime you hear him talk, he's very like the way Converge does their music is very much you know, it's equal splits, like uh, I heard yeah. Jacob Anon talking about like how they like if a band does like an it's it's equally split up. Like if like yeah. you know, if like Jacob Anon does the cover art, he doesn't exp- you know, it just seems like it's a very well rounded group of people and I feel like Kurt yeah. brings that. He's just like, Well, this is your record but I'm here for you if you need me, and I feel like you know probably they played a song, and he's like, oh that's that's really good, that's tight, that's that's fucking great. And they're like, what would you do? And he's like, well, if you're asking me, you know, and I yeah. feel, I feel like that shines through on this record. Like I feel like it's just like even at like Russian circles heaviest moments they weren't this heavy, but there's just like, like that underlying mm-hmm. that I just feels like Kurt Ballou throughout this record where he's like we can make it a little heavier guys if you want to get there i can get you there
2: yeah definitely and i feel like
0: there's some moments on those guitars that are just like "Fuck, man that's fucking heavy yeah hell and, yeah uh, you know and but i feel like it's still like as melodic as some of their other stuff you know um i don't know um, yeah i'm trying I was to gonna,
2: pull up no
0: but i was just gonna mention off subject uh, of russian circles but kind of not uh, did you see, uh, Converge's Blood Moon, uh, YouTube video? Uh-uh. Um, well, they did, like, this whole thing where they took, like, their slower songs. And, uh-huh. like, they did, like, a four four tour dates in Europe. But Chelsea Wolf, Wolf joined them. And it's yes. very interesting. And I think you might enjoy it. And, like, really? That, I like, love we, her. One of the singers of uh, Neurosis joined for, uh, yeah. but, um. She sings some backup on certain tracks. No way. Or sings a song Chelsea. that Jacob Bannon wrote. And it's, blew fuck, it with it's, her. it's like, you blew it with her.
2: Yeah, I never told you that story?
0: Uh, maybe you have, but there have been many drinks and many drugs involved.
2: I blew but it with you her.
0: You blew it. Uh, I think you should tell this story. Post-Aid.
2: Chelsea! <laughs> so, real quick, it's just, I was seeing Russian Circles and Chelsea Wolf. Uh, in Chicago at the, I forget what the place was called what are the names of the places, Maddie do you remember? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the whatever, there's a venue there um, I went and saw Chelsea Wolfe in so Russian many. circles yeah and uh, and the show was awesome, like watched him. I was up front row for Chelsea Wolfe, had never really listened to her at that point, went on a friend's recommendation, she was amazing I bought the album there um and
0: apocalypse
2: uh yeah it was uh yeah, yeah it was that one um and then yeah and then and then and then and then and then so everybody's like right like getting ready to leave after russian circles they still have a couple of tracks going and i went to get a beer and i see chelsea wolf standing just out chilling or whatever and i was like oh my god and i was just like i'm just gonna go over there and tell her like she's amazing her music was awesome tonight blah 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 and then i get up to her and then i i'm just like hey how's it going like you're awesome she's like hey thanks and then she's like reaches for my little my little aztec calendar necklace and she like grabbed it and she's like what's this and then i like told her like oh it's the aztec calendar necklace my mom gave me when i was like blah 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 and she was like looking at it and she like it was like flirty and shit about it and i was just like this is awesome and then some fucking super geek centaur bitch ass comes butting in like, remember the demos when you had this and this like EP before this like rare bootleg track and blah, blah, blah. And like totally jumped in and cock blocked me. And then, so at that point I had like one or two decisions, like sit and wait for that, which I should have sit and wait for that little asshole to be dismissed by her somehow, hopefully, and continue talking with her because she was very flirty. She was like, man, she's gorgeous. And if not, I was just attracted to her, and I should have just stayed. (laughs) But what I did was I was just like, like, I felt so cock-blocked. I was just like, "Eh," and then I just, like, didn't know what to do, and then I walked away forever out of her life. Until a week later, I fucking get back to Denver from that trip in Chicago, and I'm at this bar that I would frequent. I'm, like, with a friend having drinks at this place called Sputnik, and right next to that place is a bar called High Dive, and that's where, like, all the metal, a lot of, like, the really, like, underground metal shows and shit like up and coming bands and shit um happens and like at the time she was just really on the rise just beginning to be on the rise and i was i saw the sign on the wall there and i was like i was all loud at the bar i was like holy shit chelsea wolf is coming that's awesome and then i was like sitting there talking to a friend and i turn around on my stool casually and i turn behind me and the entire band is sitting behind me And Chelsea Wolfe is like sitting in the middle of this booth at the bar, and I just was like, "Dooey," you know. (laughs) And so I was just like, "Uh." And at the time, I was smoking cigarettes, so I was like, "I'm gonna go smoke and like act like a badass and smoked outside." And then I just went back in, and sat down and finished my beer because I'm a fucking bitch. And she was right behind me. You fucked up, bro. like
0: the greatest but worst story ever. She was
2: right behind me, Chelsea. I'm sorry, girl. I'm shy.
0: But you're not that shy. You not, to women,
2: you. Not, not to women that I should be with. You should have slapped your nuts and got back in the game. I should have dropped my balls on the table and said, did anybody order some poached eggs? <laughs> some you guys never seen poached eggs before? <laughs> I
0: should have been there with you, Stefan. I would have guided you correctly.
2: Oh, uh, You should have slapped that dumb little seamster fuck right in his stupid little hipster face.
0: You would have literally come back if I was with you at that show, and you'd be like, "Oh, I was just talking to Chelsea Wolf," and I would have been like, "Why?" We're are going you talking back
2: to her to place me? to do cocaine.
0: I would have been like, "Why are you talking to me?" You will see <laughs> me tomorrow. Go <laughs> back now. Whatever was happening was. Working. I need
2: you to walk my dog in the morning. I'm just I was <laughs> you, you guys. But yeah, that, uh, that makes, was that seems... was my brush with paradise.
1: You remember that scene-stirred look from like whenever we were in college? That was like the white belt and like the MySpace hair and like a metal shirt, tight jeans. Like there's like a very specific look at that time, and I haven't seen that since
2: then. Wait, what was that? I missed? It, sorry,
1: there was like a, a the metalcore kids scenes, like yeah, pre- totally, like <laughs> the yeah. I, I I guess that like only existed for like five years and was gone, or maybe less.
2: No, it's still around, but it got way ridiculous with bands like Attila and fucking I don't know, you have these like weird amalgamations of like suburban hip-hop emo metal artists and shit like that where they're like smashing together all these genres of music that shouldn't. Like, go together. Uh,
1: there was one band that went like super douche, like, like they were legitimate Metalcore band, and now they're, yeah. they're on like. Like the radio like like nickelback stations. Oh really? Their, yeah, I forget their names. Sevenfold. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's them. Yeah. That's them. Totally. And, and uh fucking eighteen visions too, they became like remember F-O-C-T them?
0: Eighteen vision directors is great.
1: It's great. And then they What f- is that band? They fucked up.
2: Eighteen Visions. Eighteen Visions.
1: They 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 were really excellent like metalcore band or whatever you want to call it and uh-huh. that you know they just fell off they totally fell off yeah andrew yeah
0: have you heard this band it's josh scoggins from Norma jane chariot yeah he started a band it's just him playing guitar and then a drummer and they're called 68
1: nice i've heard of them
0: it's fucking great but Is it? I was at work and the guy had a Cherry shirt on. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's a great fucking shirt." He was in like, in line next to like uh, the other Matt that I work with, and I was like, "Dude, that's a fucking great shirt." And he was like, "Oh, thanks, dude. Like, I've been walking around with this shit on all day, and no one's mentioned it." And I was like, "That's because they don't know." Like, <laughs> that's, that's true. See, I know. He was like, <laughs> right here. He was like, I was like, I was so sad when Cherry broke up. And he's like, "Yeah, have you heard '68?" I was like. Tell me more, please. Tell me Tell more, more please. <laughs> this is my line. Like I'm checking out a customer, just like going through the motions, ignoring them, learning about new <laughs> bands. But it's like he was like, he was like, take the black keys, and then put them with the chariot. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, think about it, and then listen to it. And then I thought about it, and then I listened to it, and I was like, this motherfucker is correct.
2: Huh. It's like, it's He's a exactly of like, right.
0: Yeah, it's fucking like, that's the next record. Just so everyone knows who's following along. Nice.
2: Sixty eight. Um,
0: shit. Sorry, I'm gonna look up the uh, album title. They only have one out right now. Um,
2: Do either of you guys listen to Mutoid Man? No, yeah, i never I heard of him. Yeah, I listen to Mutoid Man. It's kind of a. Uh, it's a, it's like kind of a supergroup, right? It's it. a. Yeah. Yes. 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 They fucking rule, dude. Mutoid Man is this shit. Anyway. Just wanted to add that because you were talking about it. Talk amongst yourselves. Realize, I did not even realize that Mutoid Man was the jam.
1: Mutoid Man is my shit. Uh, <laughs> the name
0: of the '68 album is called "In Humor and Sadness."
1: In and, humor. Uh, that sounds fun. like we'll some deep do, sadness.
0: We'll do that one next. I had something else planned, but I feel like this conversation led me to this, and we should do it. Just to kind of throw back to that "Bless the Martyr Kiss the Child" album. Goddamn, that album's so good maddie you know, that, was soundtrack soundtrack
2: college, dude, yeah, that was our
0: soundtrack for college man me and you yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i saw nori Jean like, like did... 20 times live dude yeah Just bless the ding dong kiss the once, butthole but i didn't
0: know who they were
1: you know they won a grammy for best album art
0: for bless the martyr kiss the child yes that's a fucking, it's a scary ass album
2: <laughs> that designer's like yeah yeah basically <laughs>
0: But that album is, like, to me, the quintessential, like, hardcore album ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it being Christian as fuck is yeah. still, like...
1: Yeah, And it is.
0: And just fucking... That dude knows how to fucking make shit rock, dude. Yeah. Like, he knows when a breakdown should happen, he knows when he should sing and when he should... Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. It, you know,
1: I don't play guitar or anything, but I've heard a lot of people say that, like, it's just the simplest guitar work ever, but it, they just... Their arrangement was so
2: good. Do you guys feel like that's correct? That's like all the best music. Yeah, it's what yeah, it seems I mean. like. It's your, your your composition and your and then well and then like your talent obviously or your sensibilities like what he's talking about with the guitar work. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a, as a person who plays guitar, you know, you can play the same fucking few chords and few notes your whole life, but as you get better at playing those those ones, you know how to express them differently, and it like all the, has to do with time. Like Ramones, one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite modern guitarists is John Frusciante um, from the Chili Peppers. He used to be from the Chili Peppers, but he's like brilliant because all his shit is like super simple, and his solo stuff like blows the Chili Pepper shit out of out of the water in terms of guitar work. He's fucking awesome, and he uses like simple guitar playing. He uses he he uses only the necessary note to get across whatever emotion he's captured as opposed to building to it or dancing around it or anything like that. It's just the simple. And then he uses that with his riffs and the riffs are simple, but the way they're orchestrated with the rest of the instruments is where the true genius is like making good songs. And like, he's been an amazing influence on my guitar work, uh, just because like that perspective of, you know, you know, working shit out in like a true way and like an expressive way. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Indeed, boy. <laughs> well, I, I love I, playing I, get I, fiddle, baby.
0: I feel like a, a, a good band will make the best guitarist sound great, um, or the best drummer sound great, um, because you have a collective of people working together to make the best, like to make their band sound. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I like when I play guitar. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like this thing I made up, and I was like, but it's always missing something, because I, I think I thrive with working with other people and in a band, because I'm like, oh, shit, that drum beat was hot as shit.
2: But if I did this? <laughs> and, then, the,
0: the, and then, like, but what if we had some bass doing this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stefan, that's not what I was thinking. Well, so, I'm trying to help. I'm boot- yeah. I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, was the the, I was being the i was being the subject we on but oh, yeah. the music, do, 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 do. okay never mind, stop that's a little better <laughs> <laughs> uh, heavy i <laughs> went realize, i went i went funky where i should have went heavy took the wrong sure. turn at albuquerque
0: all, all the time always go heavy um, yes yeah I, mean, yeah I agree like it's just I I, I feel like I like collective bands more than I like solo artists a lot of time John for being the uh, He's awesome being the odd man out of that uh, he to me just like can compose his own shit and Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know play the guitar play all the instruments do everything he needs to do and get that emotion but I feel like most other bands need need the other people to make them a great band and I think that's why you like Certain group certain bands that you like is because they work so well together and if you replace a member, it just doesn't have that Same cohesiveness, you know, yeah, like I feel like the chili peppers are are ten times better when they have for Shante. Oh so
2: much even on their like lesser albums like by the way or something like he was really Developing like he was really showing his flavor with Californication and stuff They need like they needed him then he brought him back from the dead Anyway.
0: Yeah I, I thought, by the way, it was a pretty solid record. I love that
2: album. I really—that's probably my favorite Chili Peppers album.
0: Yeah, because I, I, like I, I don't
2: like the funky shit. I'm the beat bop like, I think he is yeah. just like a dick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh,
0: I also am a fan of Stadium Arcadium.
2: Yeah. Didn't that come out time. while
1: we were at uh, Superhouse?
0: Yeah, I just feel like it's a solid yeah. like pop rock record, man. You would like, play that good. shit in
1: your uh, jeep all the time. It's good,
0: dude. I fucking love that record, man. Yeah. Like that, I, that like by the way, Californication, that just riff, good fucking pop rock records, man. Yeah, like, that riff on. They're not doing on... anything new. They're not trying to change Sorry. things, but it's just those subtleties are yeah. that Frusciante brings. In yeah. my opinion, it's him and Flea fucking carrying that shit. Yeah, totally. Fucking like it just. They fucking did it, man. And they made some great fucking pop rock records. And a lot of people hate on those mm. records. But I think as time progresses, people were like, that one was fucking great. And I was like, remember when you said it was shit? And I said it was yeah, great. And then you made fun of me? Fuck. Right.
2: <laughs> that that riff on Snow, that, you know, hey, oh, that, it, like, the, yeah. the majority of that song is kind of bullshit, especially the lyrics. Like, Anthony Kiedis, he had some good shit in Californication. And by the way, um, I mean, he has some good shit throughout. I'm not going to knock him for, for stadium arcade him either. But um, the riff was like, for Shantae's mic drop, it's like, this is the perfect riff for that sound that we've done the last two albums. This is the boiled down, reduced down to its finite defining component. That riff is so perfect to me. I love that on Snow. That I can't do it, sing it, but it's such a good riff. And it plays predominantly throughout the entire song. Like to me, that was he's just like here's the last little bit of gold for you motherfuckers. I'm out. And then Empyrean was such a fucking dope album, dude. Here, a fucking
0: good, dude.
2: And then he just continued to release like and all this shit. The the smaller stuff. Like, Curtains is really my favorite for Shante album. Um, Curtains was good. Uh, but the, the Will to Death, like all of them, he just started releasing so much shit all at once. Um, really good even the hip-hop album he produced the Black Knights album um, they suck but his production was fucking really interesting it's really cool I haven't heard and, of that. Uh, you haven't? check yeah. it out yeah I hit that and then he did an album called recently or there's a couple of them he just that motherfucker's like what's the word um, prolific? no
0: yeah. I was at a yeah. record store and I saw a newer record by him and I was like alright I'm just going to pick this up I'm not even going to listen to it. And I was like, ah, there's other stuff there that I wanted. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to give this a couple of listens just Spotify it real quick. And I was yeah. not into it as much. Um, yeah. But yeah, I it feel kind like of for me and for Shanti, it's like some albums I really like and some albums I don't like, but take a little while to get into. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a hit or miss thing, but I feel like with an artist like him, uh, I'd much rather have, like, four or five albums that I fucking love, and he has, like, 12 albums Then yeah. I'm like, oh, that's all right. Like, at least he's yeah. producing enough shit where I can be like, well, that's good, yeah. that sucks, this is my shit, this is not my shit, but, you know, at yeah. least he's creating shit and doing stuff. Um, I was going to al- say, also, with Prashanti uh, on the Chili Peppers doing the backup vocals, I think uh, added yeah. a lot to their oh, sound, yeah. and which is really lacking in, like... Uh, i'm with you i think is that the one with the fly on the cover
2: yeah he's yeah, yeah totally and i
0: didn't even i listened to like two tracks off the new one i was like don't it's so
2: boring dude they're like you two now they're like that's grandpa music now i'm and, and no, i mean, I'm just like the, I mean <laughs>
0: it's like yeah it's like getting to that point of like what our adult contemporary is now
2: yeah uh, right <laughs> exactly
0: and um i mean that's fine like whatever i'm sure there's fucking like dave matthews fucking college boys out there fucking love that shit yeah uh, probably like you know, did you hear I, the
2: new chili peppers album bro
0: yeah it's just like i gotta have that for <laughs> styling man like that's why well, they're hazing music.
2: somebody at yale i'm sorry yeah.
0: i just don't feel <laughs> like their guitarist on the new records has that flavor or yeah that styling like definitely. he hasn't come into his own yet i don't think he's that's bad. what i'm saying yeah i don't think he's a bad guitarist i think like to stay with like to play along with Flea, you have to be somewhat good.
2: Huh? You know, it's like, like when Metallica got new bass player.
0: Yeah, it's dude. I fuck that. I hate that new bass player so much. <laughs> like I just don't think his like styling meets m- mixes no well fun. with like what like what Metallica is. Yeah. You know?
2: Death Magnetic was a pretty fun album, though. I will yeah. give it that.
0: It was fun, but it's just like I don't know, man. Whatever.
2: But um, <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: Frusciante is God. Freshanti. he has
2: said this. He's Um, stated this numerous times in his lyrics. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking John Frusciante. Yeah, he's like, Jesus was supposed to come down and, like, heal everybody and save the planet or whatever. But then he just picked up a guitar and started making music and doing heroin.
0: God came down and went,
2: this (laughs) man. That's my my fan theory. John Frusciante is... The true living embodiment of jesus christ he just he just kind of got more into music than
0: anything else
2: anything else yeah but he saved yeah. me no, i'm just kidding yeah. i don't know what i'm talking about
0: it's okay that's what a, this
2: is what this podcast is right <laughs> i'm not ready to touch the doll yet <laughs> can we have more ice cream
0: Stephens
1: went to a dark place <laughs> i was born in a dark place my main, a vagina. Uh, String, my main sorry. contribution to this conversation about red hot chili peppers could be. I've I don't think I've ever met a Japanese person that doesn't like, <laughs> doesn't like them. <laughs> it seems like they all like them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then but, that what because the name's so long, right? It's kind of hard to say in Japanese. They call the them
2: hot chili pepper,
1: They call them lechiri.
2: Lechiri? Lechiri. Oh. Like red chili. Yeah.
1: Lechiri, That's awesome. Lechiri. They don't even fill it and finish up the uh, last
0: Lechiri. part. They, I mean, if
1: they said it fully, it'd be red hot chili peppers. Red so, hot
2: chili peppers. So <laughs> sounds so good. It sounds. So, it sounds say it again. Say it in English. Red the hot chili peppers. yes, I say tool in
1: Japanese. suru <laughs> suru
2: there's no, oh, like, yes. there's no
1: two sound. It's always TSU, the T-S-U. Su.
0: Okay, Suru. Russian circles go, Andrew.
2: Lushan sakuruzu. Sakuruzu. Lush. So what is that, what you're speaking, what is that called?
1: Katakana. Like, it's Jap- like,
2: it's just how, it's... Katakana, okay.
1: In Japanese, they don't separate... The, That's how they the interpret. Vowel. The... They, don't, they don't separate this consonant from the vowel. There's no, like, S by itself. It's always S A, S U, S S H I. So, it, except for n, which is uh, like that.
2: Yeah. That, that's
1: the only consonant that's on its own.
2: Mm. Fucking awesome.
1: So that's why you have like Zu, cuz there's no nothing ends with just s. It's oh, it's I see. it's a su Pe-pa-su. or a Z a Z U in this case, I guess.
0: Uh, everyone listening to Superhouse podcast, you just got school.
1: Yeah. So there you go.
2: You just you just got bushed.
1: And they always they always like shorten like, everything gets shortened because it's so long if they say it, mm-hmm. you know, in their, in Japanese, so. What was it?
2: Le- le- cha- Lechiri. Lechiri. Lechiri! Say it, John Farshante. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it would just be John Farshante, right? it would be close. John Furushante. John fru- <laughs> Introducing. <laughs> how, how, how fluent are you?
1: I don't know man, I've been asked this a lot, Uh, like conversational, like, I don't know. If it's like a a technical conversation, I won't know what's going on. And there's of course, there's expressions that I don't know, like there's so many expressions in English, you know, like think about like son of a gun, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) And everybody, everybody knows that, but nobody says that that often.
2: Right. And there's Uh, a, (laughs) (laughs) what, so. So when you go to like the meetups and stuff like Japan meetups you do that's is it like having conversation and keeping that in practice or something yeah
1: that's why I go to keep it up
2: that's cool that's awesome so do you, so is your girlfriend she speak English and Japanese yeah. or just yeah okay
1: yeah she's she speaks both nice <laughs> she's gotten a lot better when we first met she was she had just moved here so oh
2: shit boy
1: yeah she was trying to uh, nice.
2: so you're helping just,
1: her out. Yeah, she learned how to say dope. She knew, she learned what dope was recently, and she's been saying that's dope. That's dope.
2: Yes, you got a winner. How, how do you say that <laughs> in katakana? Andrew, Andrew that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. that's adorable. That's that. Andrew, that's dope. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. She's she's. Oh my god, dude. Andrew! You, I need to ask: <laughs> Does
2: she listen
0: to Super House podcast?
1: She has like once, but not. We've think, been
2: talking about pussies on here.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, she just I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like over it. <laughs>
0: nice. I I think most most women probably would be.
1: But she does. She did like playing Broforce.
0: Yeah, I remember that was when we logged off and she was just like in your room the entire time. I was
1: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Weird. What is
2: Broforce?
1: That game, like a '80s action 2D platform. Oh okay. She liked Broforce. that one all right. But yeah. Other than that, I don't know. She'll watch me play.
0: Is she a fan of, of Doom?
1: I don't think she's seen me play that one yet. Oh. No, she has. She has, but she was she was busy doing some shit, emailing somebody or something. I don't know. She I don't think she's like a huge fan of it. Oh. <laughs> she might like yeah, No like, Man's Sky a little bit. Love life. What's cool? I don't know how much I'm gonna say about this, but she she'll go to like all the movies. Like she saw Star Trek with me and Jeremy and Joey, and she saw Suicide Squad, all the comic book shit. Like yeah. she's she's there every time, which is yeah. cool. I don't. She doesn't like love. It. It's not her thing. She did like Jessica Jones a lot. Yeah. Cool. But uh, you know she'll she'll go and see it. She'll go and see whatever. So that's that's what that's what's been really cool about it.
0: I also get like, whenever I'm dating someone, they're like, "Why do you want to go see these shitty comic book movies?" I'm like, "All right, so deal breaker. Explain- this is not going to last long." Let me explain this to you. As a small, I'll be blunt too. Maddie, I these <laughs> comic books and I opened them and I went, "This shit's amazing. It'd be so good to see this on the big screen." And now I can see it, and they're like, "I don't get it." I'm like, "Uh, fuck." Yeah. Know, like, like, yeah I can't explain like growing up reading comics and like getting into that like culture of like what comics is and like that's the only reason I went to art school is because of fucking comics man like anything yeah, no. I drew was based off like I drew Batman I drew Ninja Turtles like it was either an animated show or fucking comics books so like to see this on the big screen acted out by actors which I like it's like it's like the fucking dream. Man. It's like it's two like of your—it's
2: two of your favorite dream. things coming together. And it's like to coming to life. It
0: to someone who doesn't get it. Yeah, is like the hardest thing in the world. Well, it's—it's
2: it's, to... it's
1: like you can watch Avengers One or any of the Captain American movies or you know the Iron Man movies or whatever, or Guardians. Like all the good, just put in your mind all the really good Marvel films, right? Yeah. I have to explain why that's good to you. <laughs> like that, I shouldn't be having to do that. Yeah, they just what did.
0: Andrew's basically put down to is deal breaker. <laughs> yeah,
1: like she, a... she, uh, she liked uh, Civil War too. Um, yeah, she she likes the good
2: ones. Yeah.
0: Just marry her, Andrew. <laughs> I
1: <go> to, <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I go to the movies <laughs> alone. I I took this girl to Ghostbusters because I thought that would be kind of like a cool like movie with the girl, you know. But she was like so bored out of her mind, like writhing around in her seat, like looking at me.
1: What X Men like, Apocalypse?
2: This... No, this is Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah, I figured, I figured so... that might sell. She was so uninterested, and she was trying to talk to me throughout the movie, like flirt with me and shit. And I was just like, I That's mean, a that... no. yeah, I was just like, I was just like, we're at a movie; like you can't enjoy the movie. You got it. Like she wasn't even being that flirty; she was just being like inconvenienced, really. Like it just the thing was is... not a. I have five. so
1: sorry, I have so embedded no. myself into my own groups. I forget yeah. what normal people are like. So <laughs> like I was I was actually in this I was in a Lyft ride, you know, like uh-huh. Uber, and it was a one of those ones was like a group thing and there was some it was a dude oh, in the front. Oh, weird. There was a dude in the front and the driver. I was in the back. And yeah. they were already in this conversation about like, "Yeah, my friend like he's a stand-up comedian, but he likes to talk about comics and the comic book movies a lot, and his, his opinions are just so long, I don't even know how he does it, you know, and I was like, oh, this is what other people are like.
2: Yeah. Right, All right, I see. You, you know? Mean. Yeah, no, yeah, they're the worst, dude. I I work in... <laughs> I, other people are the worst. I work, I work, I work, the worst. I work in a brunch. House. I work in a brunch restaurant. It's a pretty great restaurant. I love it, um, but... Some You know, and you get all different types. Like our main clientele are usually pretty cool, like down to earth. Cool people like a cool place to be, low-key. Um, but then you just get those run-of-the-mill, like normal type of people who are just like the look on their face is just so – this is kind of like my my personal crusade um, is to bring awareness to this type of like normalcy, like like what Andrew was saying. So like in the restaurant, um, you end up – I don't know. You end up running into people who are talking about things like what we're talking about, like the bros who still listen to red hot chili peppers or whatever. Like it's such a, a totally different world outside of the things like we talk about what I think about the shit that I'm interested in, which is like, you know, like I, like I go to the movies by myself most of the time, you know, cause when I do take somebody to the movies like ghostbusters or whatever, it's like a, it's like a, it's not working out. It's like a, not a good vibe or whatever. Like, um I have a lot of people that I could go to the movies you with. you think stuff. with
1: the all female cast that would have kinda helped. Right. It would have
2: yeah, she seemed interested or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I don't know. It was weird. She was kind of a weird chick to be honest. She's cool but weird. <laughs> um but um yeah, I guess what I was getting at was I forgot. Too much. Well weed. the thing Sorry. with my
1: with my GF, you know, she'll watch yeah. the stuff but she'll like it in her own way like Right. Like with Stranger Things she was really into that. I should maybe wait till Maddie's gets back. Oh yeah, you, you are here. Okay. Um <laughs> because like the kids are just cute, you know? they Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's something that like I'm being kinda of stereotypical, but that's something women, you know, kinda of maybe more right. attracted to cuteness. And uh right. that was like a it's big stereoty- factor for her. And like Spider Man from Civil War, like cute and funny, you know, like Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's interesting to see like they'll they'll like the same thing but for kind of different reasons.
2: Different reasons, yeah. I think, but then and then wait, what well, we we're talking about? Normal people. That's what we we're talking about. I'm sorry, I,
1: I, t- I went on a tangent. I do that all the time. Yeah. I don't know why I do that.
2: I do it too, obviously, and smoke too much weed and can't remember what I was saying. <laughs>
1: I don't even smoke them. But yeah, weed. some sometimes
2: it's like right now. you know sometimes like I'll be I'll be talking about something I'm Getting really. More passionate about and then you just i don't know there's just like that mainstream kind of attitude towards media and entertainment or just it, it's such a huge part of my life like television shows and movies and music and it's the ways i've found like the joy of life and my experiences have been reflective of here's
1: that. here's another thing as a film major and Stefan you will know this yeah. okay this yeah. is this, i'm entering a rant time right now but hopefully it won't All be right. that long Yes, I think this is
2: exactly what I'm getting to. When I when I
1: say when I say something about like a movie's pacing or, Uh I won't even go as far as lighting, but maybe sometimes lighting or even story. Like I'll be say something a little bit more than it was good or it was bad. People and people. These are people that I'm talking to that I know. They know me. Yeah. They know me my whole life. They know where I went to college, what I studied in. Right. And it's like, how do you know this much?
2: Right, like, it's like talking. it's like brick wall, it's like... <laughs> it's I, like I went to college for this bitch! Anything? You know what, <laughs> you think I
1: learned nothing for four fucking years?
2: Right, I feel like, exactly, I feel like uh, you It's like me. It's
1: like no, going I to a doctor and being anything. like, like if, if a doctor said like something a little bit more than like, take Tylenol, you'd be like, <laughs> would you be like, how'd you know all this stuff? <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's like, exactly. motherfucker, don't you think, call it... Ah, just just it, kill me already. No, it, it,
2: it pisses me off. <laughs> no, I think I, that's exactly what, yeah it's it's when you know it's like how do you not have I don't know maybe it's just like the type of people we are and the things that we like yeah for sure and the groups that we embed ourselves in but you know it's like when I talk to the normal type of people who say shit like that when you get the blank stares when you're describing something yeah when you get like the really rudimentary kind of like questioning about the thing you're talking about yeah. Like all day all day I'm talking about no man's sky with 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 so many people that don't even play video games and some of them, I'm actually captivating their attention um, because, you know, that's just me. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, bitch. It no, I'm sure just kidding. So I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> but the, you know, the people who I say, I don't know, when you bring stuff up, or sometimes with me, it's like when I when I have a joke, like, you know, I don't think I'm like the funniest person ever, but I think I have a pretty good sense of humor, especially when I'm being goofy or some shit at work and like mistake something or almost trip or something those people that are just like blank stare when I'm obviously trying to joke with them to alleviate the icebreaker kind of tension of not knowing who the fuck those people are and like where, you know, they don't know me from anything. I'm just some fucking server to them. You know what I mean? Like when I come into clashes of those type of perspectives of that normalcy, it brings up an issue of awareness that is not there. And I rant about this with like movies and video games and shit. It's not the most important thing in the world, but it's like, it's the storytelling, it's like communication, and it's like, you know, how do you not know about that shit? Everybody's talking about it, but I guess it's just a testament to how many people there are and how many fucking squares there are. Too many.
1: It's like, you'll be talking to him and like, you you don't know the yeah. 69% the, drop uh, that happened with Suicide Squad at the box office this weekend?
2: <laughs> yeah, don't you know what shit? What the
1: fuck
0: is wrong with you? Wake up! Not,
2: you're not following no. this? No, so here's a here's a prime example. There's a person I've become friends with on Facebook recently. I don't really know them. It's like a regular at our restaurant, so you kind of end up doing those kind of niceties because it's nice, you know, it's friendly. But this one guy, he has a picture of the Suicide Squad ad billboard on his um, Facebook. He posts it, and it's just like, how weird this guy in this poster looks exactly like me. Even friends say so for some movie called The Suicide Squad, you know, it reads exactly, you know, it sounded in my head exactly the, that way when I read it. And I'm just like, how the fuck do you not know that this movie is called Suicide Squad, not The Suicide Squad? Like, that's a minor irritation, but it's just, it reflects of that, like, you know, like, how don't you know shit? Like, it doesn't have to be movies, it doesn't have to be music, it doesn't have to be anything, but like, how do you not know shit about anything? How is that possible for a person? And you living, going through your life what sucks
1: too is like with,
2: it's it's not like a it's not a
1: niche art form. It's one of the most spread art forms of all right. time. Everybody watches movies. Not everybody goes to art galleries. Not everybody subscribes yeah. to juxtapose. If it's still a fucking round. Out. Yeah. You see,
2: know what I mean? Like, about... mov-
1: Everybody watches a movie, so you have like the full spectrum of fans. You know, you have like the yeah. super art school motherfuckers like us, and then you have this other one where they. Maybe go see Finding Dory with their kids once a year. You know what I mean? Like, there's this. And then everybody in between, you know? And I think that's one of the things that, like, kind of defines movies in a way.
2: That was beautiful, man. All right,
1: y'all. You made it down to three or four. You got one more to go. Here we go now. Hey, yeah, yeah, boy.